This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. On the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Day after Christmas, Jim Rodriguez along with the machine, Sean Levine. Happy you're with us here on this Monday, December 26th. Hope everybody had a good holiday as we're kind of uh, taking this week. New Year's is coming last Monday of 20. 22 crazy we do have a monday night game we'll get into that it's the chargers and the colts la laying four and a half in the road hopefully that st elmo's shrimp cocktails were good we're going to get into that coming up but let's go back a little bit to saturday it's kind of a weird weekend we had nfl on thursday saturday and Sunday, and now Monday, I like this. You know, they were now it's going to go back to Sunday next week because of the college uh, Final Four, if you could, if you call it that. It goes on this Saturday. All right, so, Machine, what was the biggest takeaway you had from the Saturday games? You know, implications, moving along, teams are getting closer to getting to the big dance. For the record, I consider myself like 70 to 75% of an adult man, and part of that is because I usually know what day of the week it is, and I'm very proud of that. I have no idea what day of the week it is. What is it? What is it today? Thursday? What is it? Tuesday? Whatever. It doesn't matter. But we got football tonight. It's a so work I guess Monday day, night football buddy. Means... I tell my kids, it's a work day. <laughs> well, now I'm going by whatever football tells me. So if I'm watching Monday night football tonight, I assume that means it's actually Monday. So that helps me a little bit. But you asked me about Saturday. I think that the most telling game was the Bengals over the Patriots. I also think that it was probably – one of the weirdest games of the year where, I mean, Joe Burrow just came out white hot in that game. He was throwing touchdowns to everybody, and he already had a couple hundred yards by halftime and a couple of touchdowns, and he finished with 375 yards and three touchdowns. It just all came in the first half. Not the 375, but all three touchdowns did. In fact, all 22 of their points did. And the Patriots, they made moves, J-Rod, in the second half. They probably could have and should have won this game. Like, there was a bad turnover for Burrow. I would question why Cincinnati was throwing the ball in the third quarter that often that allowed that turnover when they were up 22-0. to zero. But I'm not going to question what they're doing. They've been on a hot streak, and not only are they winning football games, call it seven in a row, they've covered seven in a row. So right now the safest thing in the NFL is to take the Bengals, lay the points, because this team is on fire. And depending on what happens against the Bills in the last two weeks of the season, they can still be the one seed. This Bengals team, in theory, could have the AFC playoffs go through that. Yeah, so much for the loser of the Super Bowl hangover that you and I have talked right? about on this show. That's not applicable 
to the Cincinnati Bengals, eleven and four. Still haven't won their division, but uh, you're 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 right. They could end up as the number one seed with that huge Monday nighter against the Bills next week. What jumped out at me more than anything else, and and if from the from the gambling perspective, from the sports investing, was Daniel Jones did it again, my brother. He is yeah. my guy. He is my horse. He covered. Against the Vikings, Minnesota winning 27-24, had the Giants plus four in that game. Danny Dimes now 17-6 and six career on the road or as an, or on a neutral site as an underdog. It's unbelievable. He's 5-1 and one this year on the road or as a neutral site as an underdog. A couple, and a couple of those have been straight-out wins. He, he beat Rodgers in London. He beat Tennessee. He beat Washington. It's crazy. They covered. They backdoor covered on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. It's it's unbelievable what he does. And, and I love that dude. It is crazy because that's got to be one of the luckier individual streaks that I can ever think of where Daniel Jones, like off the top of your head, he's not a guy that you think, oh, I think I don't have a whole lot of money in the bankroll, but I feel good that he's going to be the one. And the numbers tell you he kind of is in those particular situations. And speaking of luck, man, the team that beat him, the Minnesota Vikings, what a dude, come on, a 61 yard walk-off field goal a week after you're down 33 to zero. I feel I feel like at some point I need to be that guy that gives them credit because they are winning these games and they're wildly entertaining, but there's no way that's sustainable. Like I'll be the guy that claps for them. I'll do it right now here. I'll give them a little clap because they have won these games, but there's no way I'm putting money on the Minnesota Vikings going forward in the playoffs. This is not sustainable, right? You cannot remain this lucky. I mean, it's it's one of those things when you look up and you and you kind of do a double take. They're twelve and three machine. They're a game behind the Eagles for the best record in the conference. I mean, they could in theory be the number one seed. I mean, I know they lost to Philly straight up. They'd have to win out, and Philly'd have to lose out. But you know, if stranger things have happened, especially with no Jalen Hurts involved. But but are they the the most paper? I don't want to call. I don't want to use the word soft, but. They just are not convincing, and of course they're on the road next week in Green Bay, and there are they are favorites. They're, a twelve and three team is getting points in Green Bay. Well, that makes sense, though. I mean, you know why that is because obviously sure. Minnesota's. I mean, they got nothing to play, play for in theory. They won the division. Right. They, they got, got not, the two pretty yeah. much locked up, but exactly. But it's crazy. So they, 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 everything you just said is true. Like Minnesota does not have nearly as much to play for. You could argue really too much of anything to play for. Unless, in theory, you're right, they could get that one seed, but I don't necessarily see Philly tripping up. So I think ultimately they get the one, Minnesota gets the two. But let's be honest, even if Minnesota got that bye, they'd they'd have the week off and they'd still have a close week. They'd, like, they'd only win the bye by like three points, the same way they do every other game. Look at this, Jaron. All right, so they beat the Giants 27-24, walk-off, crazy field goal. We all saw that. Week before they beat Indy, thirty-nine to thirty-six. I then a couple of weeks before that they beat the Jets by five. They beat New England by seven. They beat Buffalo by three. And probably the craziest football game that I've ever seen. Week before that they beat Washington by a field goal. They blew out Arizona the week before. When I say blow out, they beat them by eight. Like they beat New Orleans the week before by three. This just the way. It's not just that they've won close games. It's the way that they've won these games where they build themselves these fourth quarter deficits. Then they make these crazy comebacks. 
Here's the argument for Minnesota, all right? Like, if you're trying to talk yourself into betting the Minnesota Vikings, because let's call it what it is, they're going to be one of the long shots in Las Vegas once the playoffs start in the NFC, right? It's going to be a shorter bet to put money on San Francisco, Philadelphia, Dallas. You can make a little bit of money if you want to bet the Vikings. And here's your argument. They've done it for 17 games, or at this point, 15, right? And they've managed to win all these games. Why can't they do it for three more? Why can't they just get lucky three more times? That's the only argument, and that's not an argument I'm willing to back up with my money. I guess my point is they're 12 and three, but they could easily be, you know, they could easily be seven and eight. That, that's sure. the thing. You know, they're 11 and 0 in one score games, which you give them credit, they find a way to win. But at that point, how much does the luck run out? You know, and, and again, at the same time, they're a game behind Philly for the number one. They're only a game ahead the Niners for the, as the number two seed. We could see possibly a rematch, Giants-Vikings. We could see a rematch of that in the playoffs. Uh, I, I, I just don't have any faith, and, and, and it, it's confounding. Uh, and, and by the way, if you put Kirk Cousins in a playoff game in prime time, oh, forget it. Forget we know Kirk in prime time. Only Tom Brady's worse in prime time, at least as a Buccaneer. Uh, it's I, I don't I don't buy them at all. I don't buy them at all. Now the next question I have are the. It's sort of like the girl that was kind of it's 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 that rom com movie, and I'm talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're the ugly duckling. They show up at the prom. All of a sudden, the glasses are off. They've got the nice dress. The hair's done. They're seven and eight. They're on top of the AFC South. They can wrap it up this weekend. And just in case they have a game at the end of the season with the uh, Tennessee Titans, who they are leading by a game, uh, do you believe in the Jacksonville Jaguars? They've been playing. Trevor Lawrence has been playing out of his mind. She's walking down the stairs. The braces have come off. You're like, dang, she actually, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not it. bad. Um, am I a believer? I'm a believer that they can win this division because this division sucks. I mean, you're talking about and they get a home game, Colts, and they're going to get a. It's, it's the same thing I would say about the Bucks, right? Like they haven't really gave me any reason to believe in them, but somebody has to win that division right now. Houston ain't going to do it. They got the worst record in the NFL. Indy's one of the biggest disappointments, and Tennessee's lost what six games in a row. And the crazy thing is they can keep losing. They can lose. This week, this game doesn't matter. And then as long as they win the head-to-head last week matchup against uh, Jacksonville, then they get in. And you have to wonder, man, remember last year, in fact, I want to say the last two years, Tennessee was the one seed, right, in the, on, on the AFC side. So their path didn't work out well for them. They had home field advantage, and they couldn't do anything with it, and they got knocked out early. Maybe, like we were talking about the Packers, who were last year's one seed in the NFC, maybe a different path makes more sense for Tennessee you open the back door, you find your way in after a long losing streak, you beat Jacksonville the last week of the regular season, and then you take a road path. We've seen a few teams over the last few years take that road path all the way to the Super Bowl. So, I don't know, man. Flip a coin. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Jacksonville's kind of the new guy to the party, right? Like, we haven't seen them in a while. I think they – make me bet this one, J-Rod. Twist my arm. I'll tell you, Jacksonville wins that head-to-head matchup in a close game the last week of the season and wins the division and then gets absolutely smoked in Arrowhead by my Kansas City Chiefs. That's what I think happens. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, and here and here's the thing about it. I mean, going into the going into the game, they were minus 200 to win the division. So already 
the books are saying we we have more faith in the Jaguars. And of course, Tennessee's banged up. Tannehill's pretty much out for the year. It's it's Malik Willis. It's got it's all going to be Derrick Henry. It's stacked the box. Let's see if, if Malik Willis can beat me. Ten, Jacksonville's at Houston next week, and who has been a bit of a giant killer a little bit. Or at least they keep in terms of the betting standpoint. They've been great against the number. And then of course Jacksonville at home to end the season against Tennessee. Although at the probably the quietest team that just keeps winning are the San Francisco 49ers. They did it again. They thumped the commanders. They're 11 and four. They're doing it with a third string quarterback. I mean, give Kyle Shanahan coach of the year already. No, I mean, with all, with all due respect to the Eagles, uh, Kyle Shanahan to me is my coach of the year, 11 and four third string quarterback won the division. He's got a shot at the two, you know, come on. Even though I can never remember his name, what's his name? Steve, Steve Wilkes, John Wilkes, what's his name? John Wilkes Booth. What's, John the, Wilkes, what's the guy's Carolina's coach? Steve, Steve Wilkes. All right, yeah. that guy should be coach of the year. Just to correct you, if his team ends up making the playoffs, dude, he wasn't even the coach at the beginning of the year. They fired their coach. He was so bad. So if somehow that team can get in, because Kyle Shanahan's team at least had expectations, right? Like we thought that if. The division was tough going in, right? High expectations for the Rams coming off of the Super Bowl. Arizona Cardinals just a year ago, remember, they got off to like that 7-0, 8-0 start. How quickly things have gone south for them. It looks like Cliff Kingsbury's probably done. And then Seattle wasn't supposed to be anything this year. So it's not a big surprise that San Francisco is where they are at the top of the division, 11-4. It's just how they've gotten there, where at the beginning of the year, it was Trey Lance's show. And then all of a sudden, it was back to Jimmy Garoppolo. And then they took the bread out of Jimmy's mouth, and they gave this guy Brock Purdy the, 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 the keys to the car. And frankly, here's the thing, J-Rod, and I don't know why everybody doesn't realize this. It doesn't matter who's the quarterback of that football team. That's true. Most teams in the NFL, all right, go as their quarterback does. So if uh, the Chiefs don't have Mahomes, they're an average football team. If the Chargers don't have Herbert, they have no chance of making the playoffs. We can keep playing this game. If Jalen Hurts isn't on the Eagles, we saw what happens. In the case of San Francisco, let's not pretend like two of the last three years, the reason they've been in the NFC Championship game is because of their quarterback. Their quarterback's been good, Jimmy Garoppolo, most of the time. But he hasn't lit the world on fire. His stats are kind of middle of the road. I think that Brock Purdy can do the same thing. I think the defense and the coaching is good enough where it makes a lot of sense. It's easy to not put your money on these other NFC teams where San Francisco's kind of starting to speak to me here. I will say this, there is already rumblings, Jimmy G's progressing from his uh, uh -oh. busted foot, There and, and I read, could be available for the playoffs. Is, is the, Do you do it? Do you pull the trigger, put Jimmy G in a playoff game? No, or do you, is no, it, is no, it Purdy, no, no, Purdy no, and let's go no. to Phoenix. You don't, you don't, because my dad told me a long time ago, he told me a couple of things, I didn't listen to most, but one of those things was, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it ain't broke right now with Brock Purdy. This team's on a – where are we? One, but Jimmy two, Jimmy G, I'll tell you, three, my foot ain't broke. Four, five. <laughs> they've won eight games in a row. They've, so whatever they're doing, just keep doing it. Keep Brock Purdy in there. If Garoppolo's back, you want to talk about having a good backup option again? And that's where he was at the beginning of the year, so he can't have too much of a problem with it. San Francisco, for having a – what is he, a third-string quarterback running the show, feels like they're in a pretty good position. 
that's what get, that's what gets me. That's why I was so that's why I'm so high on Shanahan. It's just that I mean, I know it's the system, it's the classic, it's not the player, it's the system kind of situation. But man, I mean, we're I want to see any team get down to their third string quarterback, right? look up, be eleven and four, division champs, eight straight wins, and that, that granted, it's been that defense. That defense has been astonishing. What what they have done? I mean, would they go four straight games where they didn't give up a point in the second half of the season and the yeah. second half of games? It's 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 insane. All right, uh, wrapping this up real quick. The Ravens conundrum. Yeah, they're a mess, although they're going to get back their quarterback. They're already a lock for the playoffs. In theory, they could still win the division. So we'll see what happens with Lamar Jackson and his health going forward. Yeah, remember, and Baltimore ends the season at Cincinnati. That's going to be big. Thanks. Great job by the game. schedule, man. Bills, Bills and the Ravens. That's a tough game. Let's take a break. We're going to break down the Monday nighter. It's the Chiefs. It's the Chargers. I'm thinking of you. It's the Chargers and the Colts. Next, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.